Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market. Now, guess what? I've been pondering this new series that I want to do, and I'm not saying I'm going to do it every week, but you know, it might be once a month or a couple times a month, or you might not hear me continue this series for maybe a couple months, depending on what we're dealing with with the stock market and the other subjects that I'm addressing. However, I want to start talking about my bad trades, and I have them. And some of them have some fascinating stories that really show you how raw and emotional trading can be. Because I know what, what, it's, what people say out there. People are like, oh, you've got to be an emotionless, is that emotionless? It's not emotionless, it's emotionless. An emotionless person when it comes to the stock market. You can't feel nothing. You can't feel fearful. You can't feel greedy. You can't feel nervous or anxious. That's a bunch of crap. It really is. You're going to feel nervous. You're going to feel greedy. There's going to be times where you feel fearful. You're going to get shaken out of trades. You're a human being. And anybody that says, oh, I trade without emotion, that is bullcrap. Absolute bullcrap. Now, some people control their emotions better. I'm actually an emotional person. I feel emotions a lot more than people would normally feel, right? I'm pretty good at disguising them. But if you did like a Myers-Briggs test, right? And I think it's a really cool test. If you haven't done it, I highly recommend the Myers-Briggs test. So I, I do the Myers-Briggs test, and it comes back as an INFP. It means I'm introvert, which some of you may be surprised by that because, I mean, I do a lot of uh, talking on the interwebs, right? Or the uh, I have a YouTube channel and this podcast, obviously, and, and I put myself out there, but I am. I'm very introverted. And it's easy for me to like talk on this podcast because I'm not standing in front of an audience, but even in front of an audience, I feel fine. But then social settings, I can feel a little bit anxious at times, right? And what's funny about that is when I go out with some friends or if I, you know, go grab a drink with a few buddies of mine, you can actually see some of my anxiety come through by the way I hold myself. It's like uh, if you see me with a beer in my hand or a drink in my hand, you'll see me. I'll start spinning the cup around. I just keep spinning it the whole time while I'm talking to somebody. I can't, like, stop doing that. It's just kind of like a nervous twitch, right? So people... People act like you're not supposed to have emotions or that if you're an emotional person, you can't trade. That's not true because I've been trading since, gosh, like 11 years old. And uh, I've been doing share planner for now like 13 years. This month, it was 13 years because I started in May of 2007. I don't even remember the exact date. I guess some people keep records of that. I don't know what the exact date was. I'm sure I got it laying around somewhere. I just know it was May 2007, right? So SharePoint has been around for a long time. Uh, the podcast has not. Uh, the podcast is about 2017, I think. So going on, what, year number three? But the the cool thing is, if you are emotional, you can be a successful trader. You just got to know how to harness it. And sometimes they can actually help you. Because when you see the fear and you see the, see the greed in the market, you actually know what that's like, what kind of thinking that some of these People are doing, and like right now, we have the S&P 500 that's 40-something percent off of the March lows, and there's a lot of greed out there right now. And if you're an emotional person but can harness those emotions, you can also know what it's like for some of these retail traders that are in the market right now that you know what they're feeling, and you know how stupid that they're probably being right now by not locking in some profits, by not raising their stop losses, and the likelihood of there being a bloodbath for them. Because let's, let's face it, 
these retail traders, they are not going to come away with all their money. They're, they're all going to lose their money. I mean, not, not every single person. Some of them will get lucky and be able to cash out. But it's kind of like Bitcoin mania. You don't even really hear people talking about Bitcoin right now because all the rage is the stock market. Everybody's wanting to get into stocks, trade those. It's almost like the people who were in Bitcoin back when Bitcoin was trading at like $19,000 a coin. They're now all trading stocks. And they're all hyped up about it. They know what they're doing. Stocks goes in infinity. Money printer goes burr, whatever. But you can't be emotional. And so the reason why I talk about all this is because I want to talk about one of my worst trades ever. I think it's actually my worst trade ever. And it's not because from a percentage standpoint, I lost a lot on the trade. I think you can go back on my website's past performance. And I didn't do this before I recorded it. But I think I lost like 3% on the trade or something like that. So it wasn't like a big trade. It was like an average loss. But the story behind it is what's so amazing. So I'll take you back to June 10th, 2016. It was a Friday afternoon. And so for some of you who have been trading me in the the trading block, or back then it was called the Splash Zone, you'll know this story well because you were there when it happened. I think I was pretty quiet when it happened because I was mad, very mad. And I'll get to that as to why. But it was June 10th. I wouldn't say I was on top of my game with trading at this particular time. I was doing okay, but I wasn't like, you know, the market was choppy, stuff like that. We were heading into an election year. There was a lot of volatility, uncertainty, and everything else at that point in time. A lot of people thought at that time, if Donald Trump got elected, the stock market would completely crash. In fact, if you go back to election night, it did. They had it limited down when he started winning like Florida and Ohio and everything else. They shut it down for the whole night. And then it rallied back the next morning and recovered all its losses for the most part. But I was long on LinkedIn, okay? This was when it was publicly traded. The symbol at that time was LNKD. Stock trade wasn't really doing much for me. It had been kind of like sideways for a while. I'd been in it a few days. And then it just like started like going south towards the close. And of course, you know me, I'm, I'm a zealot when it comes to using my stop losses. I'm going to follow them. And I did it with LinkedIn. So it was like, I don't know, like, five, 10 minutes before the, for, before the bell was about to ring. And all of a sudden you get that little think or swim sound that, okay, you've been stopped out of a trade. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish I could have seen what would at least have happened, you know, holding over the weekend that I wouldn't have gotten stopped out on it and how prophetic that was. Right. <laughs> because I get stopped out, kind of bummed about it. The month of that, that particular month wasn't unprofitable, but it wasn't really that profitable per se. I woke up, kid you not, on Monday morning, and this is when I was like working out of my house. I turn on CNBC, have that going, and there was this headline that said breaking. And I swear, I looked at this headline for at least a solid five minutes, and it wasn't registering to me what I was reading. And so I kept on reading it and reading it. I'm like, what am I seeing here? Is this a dream? Like, am I in a a dream state? (laughs) And what the headline said is, Microsoft acquires LinkedIn. Let me tell you, I was so pissed. So pissed. I was fuming mad. And it's still, I don't even know if it really had sunk in yet. I just thought to myself, how can that be possible? I was literally five minutes away from holding this over the weekend and having LNKD getting bought out in the pre-market by Microsoft. So I'm just I'm just looking at the screen. I've got my Mountain Dew. I was drinking Mountain Dew in the mornings at the time. Now I'm on the iced coffee. I've given up the Mountain Dews, right? But I've got this Mountain Dew in my hand. I'm just really not even sure what to do. I know 
how, how do I even trade? Even if I'm, I finish up on the day 2-3%, how can I even be happy? Because when I looked at the, the price on LinkedIn, the stock price, it was up 60%. Yes, that's 6-0% from where it closed on Friday. It was just, I know it was one of those like surreal moments. It's like, that did not just happen. I was literally in it five minutes earlier. I almost had this moment of desperation where I wanted to call my broker and say, look, look, I was just in that five minutes before the the bell closed. You're not going to hold that against me, are you? (laughs) It was so, I mean, I I know that there's no do-overs in the stock market, right? But you have that desperation feel. The emotions were strong. I remember I went around and walked around the block. I just really didn't know what to do. Well, I knew there wasn't anything I could do. But here I am in the trading block too. I didn't, that, that was the last place I wanted to go into. Go in there and like, yeah, I was, I was long on it. Got stopped out. Sorry. Really sucks. And it does. It sucked so bad at that time. And since then, I get a good laugh about it. Okay. I mean, I'm always, <laughs> anytime I have a bad trade, right? If I get stopped out of a trade, I'll always say, huh, that trade sucked, but you want to know it was a lot worse? LinkedIn. And I always I always use the hashtag, like, never forget June, June 13th, 2016. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was awful. That was one of the worst moments of my trading career. I think it really was. It probably was the worst moment of my trading career. And it wasn't the biggest loss. It was just missing out on such a substantial profit that would have made such a huge impact on that year. Fortunately, there was actually a couple people who, who did not get stomped out. They were using mental stops, and because they weren't watching the price action at the end of the day, they actually held over the weekend. So I guess if there's like a silver lining or a consolation prize, it's knowing that some people held over the weekend. But, oh, my gosh. Me personally, I want that. I want that. I, I mean, it's hard to get into a stock that it ultimately gets bought out, okay? Because it just doesn't happen that much. And to be in the stock only five minutes prior to a market close and on Monday, they're bought out. Merger Monday. Remember those? I used to always have a list of mergers on Monday. Man, I'm telling you, I'm st- I still get really ticked off about that that day. And I tell you, my keyboard did not survive that morning. It didn't even survive until the opening bell. It was gone. And it was a wireless keyboard, right? So it was, it was an easy target. I don't think my mouse survived either. I took that keyboard. I banged it sideways to Sunday on my desk. Look, I'm not proud of it, okay? But as traders, like I was saying earlier, you're still going to be emotional at times, okay? I don't care how good of a trader you are. You're going to feel emotion if you were in LinkedIn five minutes before the market closed on a Friday afternoon only to see them get bought out Monday morning in the pre-market. You're going to get emotional. Yes, I know it looks bad when I say, I broke a keyboard over it, but I broke a keyboard over it. What are you going to do? It was upsetting. I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into my trading, a lot of time. Even to this podcast right now, Thursday night, it's 920. I still got to edit this podcast so that I don't sound like a bumbling fool. Even that line there, I had to edit a little bit so I didn't even sound like I was bumbling on the word bumbling fool. The market doesn't care how much hard work. It's just going to penalize you whatever way it wants to, okay? So the market doesn't owe you anything. You're going to be have moments of emotions in the stock market where you get upset about things. It happened to me pretty pretty hard that Monday morning. I was That was really upsetting. I, I don't think the mouse survived either. I think... In both cases, I was using my warranty on my keyboard and my mouse at Best Buy. Got a new keyboard, got a new mouse. Yeah, they, they actually have warranties there for your your keyboard and that basically, under some, some keyboards, it doesn't matter how it breaks. I mean, you could take a sledgehammer to it and they'll still replace it. So it was a good warranty, thankfully. Man, I I just really, even looking back to this day, that was that was a really dark 
that was a dark day. And you could say, well, Ryan, you didn't you didn't lose any money technically from that trade. I mean, I lost the three percent, but I'm saying like after I got knocked out, it wasn't like I was holding a stock that was falling sixty percent. And that's true. Could be far worse things to happen. But to be so close and yet to come up empty-handed, it's like being in the Olympics, right? And you're like a downhill skier or whatever, a bobsledder, and you you miss the podium by like a thousandth of a second. You come away with nothing. And the only difference was a thousandth of a second. You don't go on the podium. You don't get remembered. And that's kind of how it was with the LinkedIn thing. Not not that anybody was going to put me on a on a wall or give me a medal for for having a stock that get bought out. But I tell you what, it would have felt good. It would have felt good. It would have been a fun thing to celebrate with traders in the splash zone. That was what it was called back then. It would have been think it would have been great to celebrate. But I couldn't, you know, because I wasn't in it anymore. But in any case, that was that was my worst trade. That was my one of my darkest moments in trading ever. So I'm going to try to continue to do this series going forward, and we'll we'll try to highlight some other trades. I got plenty of bad trades. There's bad trades every year, guys. It's just part of trading. Manage the risk, though, and you'll be fine. If you have any questions, just feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePointer Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash trading block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at ryan at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon. Mm-hmm.